Ultra. Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And we're back with a tournament update. Uh, for those of you who listened to that episode um, a few weeks back, we uh, sort of broke down our, our listener pick tournament and, and uh, you know, picked our franchises and things. And now we're through round one. We're on the other side of round one. So we thought we would do... Uh, an update. We probably won't do another update until it's over um, to like announce who the winner was. Uh, but uh, uh, this one, because, you know, it's like 16 rounds. So we have a lot to talk about this time yeah. um, or, you know, 16, 16 matchups. There's a lot to talk about. Whereas like as we get along, it's like it, it's narrower and narrower. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's break this down. Um, how, how are you feeling, uh, 16 days in, um, you know, all the way through round one? Like how, how are you feeling, Nick? 16 days. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I am feeling surprised. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's still anybody's spring. There were some huge, there were some heartbreaks early on that we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, but some true surprising upstarts. And it's been just pretty dramatic so far. We 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 talk all the time off mic. You and I, uh, we both have no idea who's going to take this thing. I don't think anybody does. No. no, no, I have I have no idea. There's a few in here that I thought would really uh, give the whole bracket a run, and they were out in round one. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting where this goes. So our first matchup was uh Jason Bourne versus uh Connery Bond and Jason Bourne took this by like only a few votes. This was a squeaker, I remember. It was a real close quarters like, <laughs> you know, hotel room fight. Right. And that's why Jason Bourne ultimately right. won. He um, rolled up a magazine. <laughs> right. Sort of um, yeah, that was that was surprising. I wasn't expecting so many people to vote for Jason Bourne, but uh, I think that there's a certain contingent of people who hate Bond, um, James Bond, and or just find it boring or find that franchise like over talked about or whatever. So I think there was a lot of um people voting for Jason Bourne just like out of like solidarity of like well better than Bond. <laughs> there were uh, there were a couple uh, comments on the Discord I remember that said. That they thought Bourne was like under talked about mm-hmm. slash interested in hearing us talk about. I mean, you, you it would have been a first time watch for you. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, um, so Jason but, Bourne came out on top there. So um, uh, I, I want to keep track of this. There's been a yeah. really interesting struggle between like newer franchises and older franchises. Mm. So this was a point for the newer franchise. 
Yes, that's true. Yes, the older franchise got got iced. Um, yeah. So then we go over and uh, we had Paranormal Activity versus Final Destination. Now, we have not made it a secret how much we want to talk about Final Destination on this show. Uh, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Paranormal Activity on this show. But uh, no one else wants to hear us talk about it because they all voted for Final Destination. Um, yeah, they used the one- wood emoji. Yeah, this one was uh, not as close as <laughs> uh, Bond and and Born, um, but it was still like f- not not a total shutout. I remember. Yeah, there are some shutouts that we're gonna get to. Yeah, this was not one of them. No, no, this was definitely not. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Final Destination won, which means that. Um, this is paranormal activity is our first franchise to be retired from the listener bracket. It's out. Um, it will, it will never be in a listener bracket ever again. Uh, and, uh, we will only cover it on this show. Um, if Nick or I eventually just choose it ourselves, just Which to will never happen just to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so final destination came out on top over paranormal activity. I thought paranormal activity was a sure thing. Um, I was very surprised, you know, final destination is one of those franchises that everyone has seems to have a soft spot for just, yeah. you know, we all have those like weird, you know, cable Friday night memories of what are watching this at a, at a sleepover. Sure. Yeah. Um, the idea of going through all of it, I, I don't think I've seen all of them. No, I definitely haven't. I've only seen the first three because the third one had Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, the third one has a plot hole in it uh, oh. so wide that you can drive a truck through it. And I just couldn't I couldn't watch any of the other ones after that. For sure. I think there's like two yeah. more after that. Yeah, I think there's five total. Um, so next up was Hotel Transylvania versus Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which had, like, two or three people who really wanted it. God love Um, I'm one of them. Yeah, really pushed for it, but it just got absolutely steamrolled by by Hotel Transylvania, which came out on top, uh, easily winning um, that, that matchup. Both Gen Z franchises. That's true. That is true. I'm going to say, Scott, I'm going to you think you're out of the woods. You think you're going to get out of watching all these. Uh, I I might just get a wild hair at my ass one of these days and just like drop this onto the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could. I could totally see you doing it. And by Uh, the way, I'm only doing that because I do think you will like these if you ever are forced to watch them. I'm not doing it to like, oh, he's going to hate these. Yeah. Um. Now, now, uh, a real uh, heartwarming t- turn of events came uh, on the next round, um, which was the Thin Man versus Bridget Jones. Uh, I love Bridget Jones. I thought for sure Bridget Jones was going to win because it's more known. It's a more known quantity than the Thin Man, uh, a, a series of six films from the 30s and 40s. Um and uh, but no, it, it it ended up being the Thin Man on top. I was very I was very happy. That was that was very heartwarming. That was for our first sort of like old franchise to win over. Yeah, for sure. Um, Maybe our, our our oldest yet. Yeah. Um, um, did I ever tell you? Uh, I, I I did not tell you, but I almost did. I was watching an episode of New Simpsons, mm-hmm. like you know, re- most recent Simpsons, 
and there was a, a, a Thin Man parody right at the very beginning of an episode. Oh, wow. That's cool. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is uh, maybe a little bit more in the collective consciousness than we thought. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, so next up, uh, we have like a series of 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 uh, of matchups that were kind of boring matchups because they're kind of, they're they're the kind of matchups where you're like none of these are gonna win like they're just you know but like so which you got to fill out the bracket you know um and so we had Predator versus RoboCop okay where uh, I was like e- e- I don't know who's gonna win but whoever wins like it's whatever you know <laughs> so was this close was robocop v predator yes. okay this was extremely close this this uh predator eked out a win over robocop with just like a few votes i think it would take a new addition to either one of these franchises to really muster up a lot of you know i i think i might have more personal affection for the predator movies and the robocop movies mm-hmm. prey kind of takes it over the edge most sure. recently right Right. Uh, well, see, and, and you know, I mean, well, uh, you know what? I'm going to save my overall thoughts for Predator for, for, for a later part of this, of, okay. of us discussing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll hold off on that. Uh, but yeah, so Predator wins that round. Um, then we did Blade versus Thor. This um, was which, a big surprise for me. This was a huge shock. Uh, Thor absolutely bodied Blade. Um, it was brutal. And I I was very surprised. I believe Blade is now also three yeah. times you're out. Yep. Blade is uh, another retiree on this bracket uh, at this point. Um, so that is two franchises we have lost from the listener pick. Um, you guys have made it clear uh, that you are not going to pick these franchises on these brackets. So as we speak, Blade and Paranormal Activity are falling down that pit of spikes from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Thor uh, makes yeah. it uh, into the second round. Um, interesting. Scott, Very I, interesting. I, I told you this off mic. I think there's a fair amount of listeners who voted for this one at the promise of cast being on all four of them. Yes. I, I think that's I think that's uh, I think that's true and also fair. Um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next up, we had the before trilogy. Um, up against Hitchcock's Greatest Hits, a series of 16 Alfred Hitchcock films, uh, basically the best of is what, yeah. is what we got here. His Greatest Hits. Yeah, against three movies about, uh, about a, a man and a woman uh, walking and talking in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, respectively. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, was, I was very chuffed at how many people in the Discord said that they really wanted us to do our experiment of like walking around Venice, like recording our conversations about the movies. Yeah. And talking about these, um, I'd still be down for that as, cause, cause the thing about it is it's just three movies. So like, yeah, we could slip that in at some point somewhere. We, yeah. So we've been talking about star Trek for like nine months. Yeah, it's true. Um, so never seen ever to the before trilogy. Um, but, uh, it was, uh, it was it was wiped out by Hitchcock hits, um, I'm, but I'm not a, yeah. not like absolutely like plowed over. Like no, no, yeah, it was a it it gave a good fight. Are you excited at the prospect? I'm excited at the at the prospect of watching a lot of these Hitchcock films for the first time. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I've seen about half of them on the list and then the other half are all movies that I've been meaning to see, you know, mm-hmm. for ever. Uh, basically <laughs> since since that Universal Studios Hitchcock attraction. Um Right. Yeah. God, you would you would be a a master of Hitchcock knowledge by the end of this journey. <laughs> I wouldn't say a master because it's still just as great as hits. We're, yeah, we're talking about a greatest yeah. hits album, you know? Yeah. Wow. You'd, yeah. be a, you'd be like that one person that your favorite uh, journey CD is journey's greatest hits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, all right. So, so Hitchcock moves on to the second round. Next up was Christopher guest versus SNL adaptations. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a weird one. Uh, and it wasn't a total shutout, but I think everyone just sort of agreed that they were more interested in hearing us talk about it's what bad. went into these SNL adaptations versus yeah. one guy's journey with the same group of players making similar but different movies over and over yeah. again. <laughs> uh, a collective of famously dorky, mild-mannered yeah. comedians. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so SNL, uh, ended up taking, um, that though. I don't, I don't think it's going to be going any further than this. I'll say that. I don't know. I learned that there's a a quadrant of the listeners who like, uh, the prospect of us suffering for a few weeks. Yeah. But not enough of them as we'll get to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very true. Uh, Very true. Um, so uh okay, so then that brought that brings us to Mission Impossible versus the Mummy. I thought after Jason Bourne beat uh, yeah. co- the Bond, I thought like, well, maybe, like you never know. Like maybe people really want to hear us talk about Mission Impossible. Nope, they don't. They want the mummy. They want the mummy bad. I think the mummy yep. is the closest we have to a front runner. I think so too. Um, and I think part of it is that if it doesn't win, it will be retired. Um, because this is the third time on it on wow, the bracket. Oh, the stakes yes. are very high for the mummy. Yes, indeed. So the mummy uh, moved on to the second round. He's like Next pretty up- Ricky Conlon. <laughs> yes. Next up, we had uh, Romero Living Dead versus Universal Monsters. Um, this was not as close as I thought it would be. Um, yeah, you know, not yeah. to not to not to like uh, uh, condescend to our listeners or whatever, but it feels like Romero's not as talked about or beloved currently mm-hmm. as like the Universal Monsters. You know, you, you still see every time you go to a gift shop at Universal Studios, you still see those characters. Yeah, and I think the eight films that we selected to represent the Universal Monsters, I think, was a pretty, uh, you know. It's a killer playlist, Scott. Yeah, it's a pretty killer playlist. Yes, indeed. And, and, you know, for all that is interesting about George Romero's Living Dead series, um, you know, it, it's three absolute balls to the wall classics and then, uh, diminishing returns. Like Land Mm -hmm. of the Dead is like, oh, that's, that's what you did. Okay. And then after that, it's like, Weird, weird shit. Um, so, yeah. so I think I think people. This was another case of people. This is what I'm talking about with the SNL thing. This is another case of people like being like, "Well, I don't want to hear you guys talk about those later movies. That's not as interesting." So right. it kind of kills the enthusiasm. Exactly. The enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, that being said, 
Romero uh, has he like wrote or like halfway wrote or something like th- or or outlined another living dead movie just before his death and apparently like a new director and a new writer are taking that outline and doing like his final living dead movie wow um oh. that's that's apparently happening that could be interesting to revisit romero around when that's happening I'll be honest i'm very interested in giving like romero the wes anderson treatment yeah. Um, he's such an inspiration in indie filmmaking in general to me. Sure. And it would just be really cool to deep dive into like the the battles he fought to get these those early movies. But actually every movie yeah. made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Night of the Living Dead is like the original Evil Dead. In, right. In yeah, many ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Universal Monsters move on to the second round. Uh, next up. Next up. This was a heartbreaker. Yes. We had Culkamania versus Shrek, and it Col- Macaulay Culkin was uh, stung by many a killer bee, um, yep. and was put uh, six feet underground by uh, <laughs> by a, a swamp ogre named Shrek. Yep, Shrek kicked the shit out of Macaulay Culkin as <laughs> bad reputation by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts played. Yeah. A member of the Discord said, shouted out, chair, give him the chair. Yeah. This was brutal. This was yeah. brutal to watch. Um, I was and in we, a bad mood that day. Because <laughs> we, we hyped it up so much. You I know. Me. Yeah. But they, no one cared. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal to see. Um, it was brutal to watch happen. Because it happened instantly, too. Oh, it was like, no, yeah. I dropped it on there, and within an hour, it was like, oh, this is not happening. <laughs> yeah. It was It was never back and forth. Right. No, never, never. Um, yeah, Shrek absolutely wrecked Colcomania. A clear win for the, the younger, the newer generation of franchises. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, millennials versus Gen Z. And uh, and Gen, Gen Gen Z definitely took the cake on that one. Yeah, um, they're all jacked up on I don't know what these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought I laid out a pretty nice, like, fun yeah. journey to go on <laughs> across this kid's t- this really- kid's short career, very short career. Yeah, um, you were like a dad who planned a stop at a road trip and just got shot down by the kids. <laughs> yes. No, Shrek. 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 Fine. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. God damn it. I made this whole playlist for you guys. Uh yeah. Um, I don't know. Because the thing with Shrek, I and I think they just want to hear us talk about the movies themselves. I don't think that they because like Shrek, the first movie, great behind the scenes story. Legendary, legendary. behind the scenes story. <laughs> But then all of the sequels are just like, yeah, I don't know. The last one made a lot of money, so we made another one. Um, yeah, and and so I don't know. No, I, it's like ninety percent. Like I would. Have you seen the fourth one? Yes, I've seen. I saw all of them in theaters. Oh, for sure. I I would be interested in like hearing you know talking about the fourth one's like it's a wonderful life universe building stuff. Yeah, uh, Puss in Boots would be fun to talk about. I think that would be much heavier on the side of us, like, doing the walkthrough and having fun with, like, the plot and the characters. For sure. Um, more so than, than the behind-the-scenes story after the first one. It would be cool to maybe learn uh, more in about uh, the production of Puss in Boots 2. That's true. 
Yeah. If there's if there's a lot of information out there, definitely. Yeah. And by the time we get to it, Trek Five might be announced. That's true. Um, in this in the same style as uh, as as the Last Wish, presumably. the Trekiverse. Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, another my heartbreak. <laughs> another dare I say heartbreaker. Uh, John Hughes High versus uh, The Sandman Cometh, um, which yep. was going to ultimately be 27 Adam Sandler movies um, <laughs> done three times a week, um, where we were going to release them three times a week. We weren't going to have guests, or if we did, they would be very sporadic. And uh, and yeah, we were just going to absolutely wreck house through Adam Sandler's comedy filmography, specifically the Happy Madison films. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought the way we taught we hyped up Cocomania and the San- Sandler thing and our listeners immediately were like, not interested. No, <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. No, thank you. <laughs> And it, and at least in the case of Adam Sandler, everyone's response was, we couldn't possibly do that to you. And I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers, you voted for SNL adaptations. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it was it was such a like, a, like, do we want this to happen? Do they want us to do it? <laughs> I think no, because I think they all assumed that we they we did not want them to do it. I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like a I don't know. It's like when you adopt a dog, or yeah. like someone offer you. You know, you buy a really big burrito, like a novelty size burrito. Yeah, and you're like, sure. Ah, do I want to? I'm this? just. I guess. I guess. You know, my thing with the Sandler thing. I I was just interested in figuring out what the hell was going on with these movies. Like I, I was very interested in digging into them. I'm like really trying to like create a thesis. Yeah, for like, Adam Sandler as a creator, not as like a guy that wants to hang out with his friends and just like make movies on vacation or whatever. Like the way that people talk about him now where where they're just like, yeah, whatever. I wanted to like really dig in and like try to like find, uh, you know. Yeah, a, I mean, a, you know, yeah. free of his, you know, kind of slacker persona. He is a comedic actor who has mm-hmm. written t- co-written 27 <laughs> comedy blockbusters over the course of like three decades. Yeah. That's like on the level of like a Chaplin or it's true. A Harold Lloyd, you know? And like it's true. Like we well, yeah, where were these ideas coming from? Like when he yeah. thought of you don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, or the Waterboy. The Water which Boy. was uh like the third highest grossing movie of nineteen ninety eight crazy like that would get dropped that would get dropped on amazon prime today i know yes yes highest third highest grossing movie of 1998 the water boy so and you know we're not uh it could be possible that this was also a vote for us covering john hughes high that's entirely possible is a fun is a fun adventure to go on sure yeah definitely Uh, um but uh, but yeah, the two days in a row, uh, they said no to Coco Media and no uh, to the Sandman. Uh, Could you see either of these competitors making a return in twenty twenty four to the bracket? I to mean, bracket. I guess we would have to see what their what listeners' reaction to this 
to us to talking about it is. Right. Um, right. If it's crickets, probably not. And and I think that if either of those come back around, it'll be uh, by our own hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's such a weird thing to just again. Maybe it's, back... maybe it's. I think with the Sandler thing, they were just like, we don't want to be responsible for this, right? I, I, I guess going back to the burrito analogy, it would be like there's a difference between eating a giant burrito in front of a crowd of your cheering friends and strangers and yeah. alone in your apartment <laughs> while you're watching like workaholics or something. Okay, yeah, sure, very different vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, next up was Planet of the Apes versus Narnia. Uh, yep. Quite a few votes for Narnia, more than I was. I thought. I thought this was going to be a total shutout, and it wasn't. Um, this was an but, example of like, yeah, like there was a, a late game rise where all of a sudden you started seeing more lion emojis, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. It's not yeah. going to be a blowout. Yeah, but in in at the end of the day, Planet of the Apes easily. Uh, defeated Narnia, but I will say it's probably for the best because that uh, third silver silver chair is that what it's called the the fourth yeah the fourth one yeah um, apparently that is in like that was like they started shooting it and then they canceled it halfway through so like that's not a movie that's coming out uh, and wow. okay. and yeah so it really is just those three and now I think it's going to be a TV series so yeah with like Greta Gerwig rumoredly. Oh, that was, really? That was like an unconfirmed rumor. But uh, okay. But also good news, I think, even though I, I submitted Narnia, is this is Apes' farewell tour. This, yes. This, this is its third time at bat. Yes, which which is I, – I have thoughts about that, but we'll, we'll – I want to I wait and we'll get there in Got a it. second. Um, moving on, we had um, uh, TMNT versus Superman. Um, yeah, this was fun. This was a fun one. Yeah, this was a fun one because Ninja Turtles won on the Discord, but it was so absolutely steamrolled on Patreon that uh, Superman ended up squeaking out a victory. That's so interesting. I like that that difference. Yeah, so it was like a it, it was like a fifty fifty kind of thing. It was really it was electoral close. college situation. Yeah, it was really close. It was really close. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I hadn't I hadn't really put much thought into Superman. Really, like I knew it was in there, but it was kind of on the level of like you know Predator and RoboCop. To be honest, yeah. And now that it's becoming like a real possibility, I'm kind of into it. Yeah, yeah, me too, absolutely. Um, let's see. Next up, we had Stephen King dramas versus Jack Ryan. No surprise there. Stephen King dramas absolutely dominated Jack Ryan. Yeah, I mean, good, uh, good for good on Chris for voting, staying on his I, brand. At but. some point, I do want to do Jack Ryan just because I am. I've never seen any of them, and I, so I oh, am cool. interested to a certain extent. I've and I've heard the Hunt for Red October fucking rules. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I do want to do it at some point. I don't think it's ever going to be a bracket winner. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. not one of those franchises. It's gonna have to come. Yeah, you're gonna have to be like, nope, we're doing it. You can yeah. listen or not. Absolutely. Um, but Stephen King one. dramas coming out on top. Uh, that would be a very interesting miniseries. Yeah. Like uh, our, our longest run of very, you know, ser- high minded films. Yes, indeed. Um, and then finally, we had the Coen Brothers comedies uh, versus the films of Guillermo del Toro. 
Um, and uh, Del Toro just like absolutely just sacked the shit out of the Cohen comedies. Um, <laughs> just pile drive them like a just, Shrek, like a Shrek uh, to a Culkin. Oh man, yeah. Um, so yeah, Del Toro easily took that up. So now let's talk about our round two matchups and where we think this tournament is leading toward. Okay. So Mm -hmm. first up today, as you're listening to this, um, we, uh, will have been wrapped, wrapping up the first round two. Uh, uh, matchup, which is Jason Bourne versus the mummy to the surprise of absolutely no one. Uh, Brendan Fraser is, uh, walking all over the brutalized corpse of Jason Bourne. Um, but being very affable and humble about it. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, so, so the mummy, I think is easily going to take that one. Um, the one that is live today, as you guys are listening to this is our second matchup. Um, which is, uh, this has not, this has not come out as the time of us recording this, but it will be out tomorrow morning. Um, when you guys are listening to this, presumably if you listen to this on Saturday, uh, final destination versus universal monsters, this is anyone's game. I have no idea which one of these is going to win because I could see people voting for final destination just because like. I've never, I have, you know, like kind of like the Spy Kids thing where it's like, I've mm. never heard anyone talk about the Spy Kids movie in great detail. I want to hear people talk about Final Destination in great detail. You can look up stuff about Universal Monsters. Like, I, I want to know about Final Destination. So I could totally see it going that way. But also, is the strength of the playlist on Universal Monsters, is that strong enough to defeat Final Destination? You know, yeah, Universal also reminds me a lot of uh, Del Toro in, mm-hmm. in the way that, like, immediately on the Discord, there was like, oh, yeah, people, they're such, he's a, such an icon, such a beloved figure to, like, film fans and nerds and, every, you know, everywhere. Yeah. That it kind of applies to Universal Monsters is like, they just like, no, nah, I love Frankenstein and the Wolfman so much. I got to show yeah. up for him. Yeah. So I have no idea which way that's going to go, but we're going to find out very, very soon. Um, I'm excited. Either way, I'm very excited. Could you imagine um, if a ne- horror franchise takes it all the way to the finals? I would be blown away. Because um, that is something that I have just accepted is never going to happen with these with these uh, listener pick tournaments. Because there are too many... We have too many listeners who do not like horror. Um, and, uh, and so it'll be... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, but going from Universal Monsters... To a hotel of monsters, we have Hotel Transylvania versus Shrek uh, wow. coming up in Big round Dracula, two. Strong Dracula presence on the tournament yeah. this year, indeed. Yeah, it's not even our last vampire. We have like three vampires in in this in this bracket right now. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, two beloved animated franchises: Sony Pictures Animation versus DreamWorks Animation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know though, man. I know, I know Hotel Transylvania is a big favorite of yours. You wanted to do it for a while. Yeah, no, it is. Um, and you know, I'm interested. I know that there are some interesting behind the scenes stories, especially with the Jenda Tartakovsky of it all. Um, and, and the things that he wanted to do with that mixed with the, you know, Adam Sandler of it all. So see, we still got the Sandman. He's still in in it here. He's still in it. He's still in it. 
Um, he's animated, but he's in it. So I don't know. There, there's, there's some interesting stuff to to talk about because there was definitely some tension there between mm-hmm. like, is this an Adam Sandler franchise or is this a Jendi Tartakovsky franchise? And what does that mean? How do we merge these two things together and make a a coherent series of films? Um, yeah. So, and then ironically. They are so kind of in love with each other by the end of the franchise that when Jenny Tartakovsky doesn't come back for four, neither does the Sandman. So, the loyal man, the Sandman. Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. I, I think there's some interesting stuff there in terms of, of, of uh, you know, the, the, the development mm-hmm. story of it all. But will it be enough to defeat the Swamp Shrek. Ogre? I don't think so. In I Shrek really don't. 2... There's a part where Princess Fiona stares up at her ceiling and he has a Sir, she has a Sir Justin poster <laughs> great and then in shrek the third justin timberlake plays Artie. yeah so yeah what's that my, about i i <laughs> i i think <laughs> i i think the thing i'm most I'm, I'm least looking forward to with shrek is revisiting all of the super dated pop culture <laughs> references the stuff that was dated when it was in the movie because it took them like four years to make each one of them Right. You know, uh, you know, at least you don't have to watch the Shrek and the Swamp Car- the Shrek and the Swamp karaoke dance party. That's true. I will not watch that. You're right. <laughs> or what the what the Universal movie, the 4D one where they dig up Lord Farquaad's corpse. Yeah, I've seen that lots of times. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so I'm assuming Shrek's going to take that one, but I would love to be surprised. Um uh, next up, we have the Thin Man versus John Hughes high school movies. Wow. Guys, I, I'm not saying you need to take them all the way. But if you guys can push Nick and Nora past John Hughes, that would be pretty cool. I think that would be pretty cool. Let's see how far we can take this train, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, I, you know, yeah. But I would like the John Hughes story. That's such a fun yeah. You know, that'd be really fun to cover, but Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I would I would really I I yeah. I think I I would have a great time revisiting all of those movies, some of which I've only seen once, um, I think. And uh others I haven't seen in, you know, twenty plus years, you know? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun uh to revisit. In fact, I think of the high school movies, I think other than Ferris Bueller and Breakfast Club, I don't think I've either not seen them or haven't seen them in 20, 25 years. Probably. Yeah. Those are my two most, most revisited as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, kind of similar to Wes Anderson. It would be cool to like really get to track this dude's kind of arc as a storyteller and see if there is. And specifically this era of him, because after that he go, he dips into uh, slapstick. Yeah. Becomes a totally different creator. Um, Stuff falling on grownups. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, it would be. It would definitely be interesting. But the Thin Man, yeah. I mean, it would just be really, really cool to see them go a little further. I don't know. And like, know. what's that history like? Right. Exactly. There was a TV show. Did you know that? Did not know that. Yeah, we're not going to watch it, but it, it it happened. That's part of the story. Wow. I wonder how many times he would knock Nora out and stuff her in a cab. <laughs> Um, all right, next up it's Predator versus Planet of the Apes. Um, I'm not gonna mince words here, guys. If you let Predator 
beat Planet of the Apes into retirement here, I'm never going to forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) The the rest of the show, he'll be resentful. Because here's the thing about Predator. Predator is a really good movie, and then one sequel that tries to struggle to 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 make the franchise relevant after another and then it has a happy ending with prey where they're like predator prey so it has perfect bookends but all that shit in the middle guys i don't know <laughs> yeah you know i think yeah i don't think you would be against like me submitting predator myself in the future but yeah the idea of Doing pred going through the whole Predator series, knowing that it's what took apes out of the tournament forever. Yeah. Yeah. Not the that best. would be brutal. Um, and not for nothing, but I if I'm going to if I want to if I want to poke back up to like where this is going, you have Jason Bourne versus the mummy. Mummy's winning hotel versus Transil- hotel Transylvania versus Shrek. I think Shrek versus the mummy is going to what that's, that's a power. Be that's a heavyweight bout. And I think I think if that is where it goes, I think the mummy easily wins against Shrek at that point. And when you're looking ahead, below Planet of the Apes, you have um, Hitchcock versus Stephen King dramas. I think in any scenario, I think I think that I think Hitchcock wins over Stephen King dramas pretty easily. But so then you have Hitchcock versus Planet of the Apes. Now. I don't know. That could oh, go wow. either way, go but either I way. would love, I would love that since they're both at the point of near retirement, if two of our final four was a mummy versus planet of the apes matchup, wow. because then whoever loses, you can't be mad. That is, that is a strong, like whichever one retires, they earned that retirement, you know? It's yeah, they can go out with honor. No, yes, like they took it all the way to the finals. That's that's how that's what I'm thinking. And with Planet of the Apes, it's just so there's so much good stuff to talk about because you have those first uh, you have those first series of films. I think it's five, right? Five, four, who knows? Six. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's six. I think it's I think it's five. Um, Those initial five movies. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, which which are. Each one is like more batshit than the next one. I mean, it's it's the best. It's mm. it's the best. There, there. Ricardo Montalban like runs a circus oh, and raises idea, one just, of them. I'm sorry. I'm, I just the idea of me being in the weeds with ape lore as I got with Star Trek lore just kind of made me dizzy a little bit. Yeah. Oh man, the best. Uh, um, I don't know in a good way. If I if I may play Predator's advocate for a second though. Okay. All right. <laughs> You have made it very public on the Discord yeah. and on this podcast that um, if apes were to lose, it kind of is your it'll, it. It could very easily make itself uh, a presence in the in the proper season, right? In like in in season three, yeah. So if yeah. you're a big Predator fan, what have you got to lose? You That's know? true. That's true. Fair enough. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah. Um, Planet of the Apes, you have all those classic movies. You have the absolute batshit Tim Burton remake. Yep. And then you have what is largely considered, you know, one of the greatest reboot trilogies of all time with uh, uh, Rise, Rise, Dawn, and War. Yeah. Um. So, and, and, then, then, and then we've got the new one, Kingdom. So, yeah. Um. 
I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about there. So anyway, Planet of the Apes, there you go. Uh, Hitchcock hits, like I said, Hitchcock hits versus Stephen King dramas. Interesting matchup. I think it's going to go to Hitchcock because I think I think that playlist is just too juicy. Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, with respect to the Shawshank Redemption and the Green Mile, you know, this just kind of seems more fun. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Absolutely. Um, We'll see. On the other side of that, we've got Thor versus Superman. Oh, wow. This is another big one. I... I would assume that this will go to Superman, but I I also wouldn't be surprised to be surprised if that makes sense. No, no, for sure. I mean, again, the the the, the cast effect should not be right. taken off the table. Right, right. Um, so I don't know. That could go either way. That really could go either way. Um, SNL adaptations versus Guillermo del Toro can only go one way, guys. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Can you imagine, guys? This if, can only go one way. Can you imagine if they all just woke up choosing chaos that day? <laughs> I think I would cry. I think, gosh, that conehead sweep. Oh man, um, yeah. So, come on, guys. Uh, I want to see Superman versus Del Toro, um, because that's oh, wow, the other yeah. thing, right? If Thor beats Superman. I don't think Thor has a chance in hell of winning against Del Toro, but Superman versus Del Toro, I think, is an interesting matchup. I was going to say, I wonder what Cass would vote for between Del Toro and and Thor. And Thor, I think, I think they'd have to go with Thor, right? I think. Well, by the way, I don't, I don't think we have not committed them to. I don't <laughs> think we've checked in with them about doing all four of them. I think we just assume. Yeah, I think we just thought it would be a fun idea. Um, I'm sure they'd be down though. They do love Thor. Um, uh, but yeah, that would be interesting. You never know. Del Toro. Yeah. So so my perfect final four, mm-hmm. um, taking taking uh, uh, round one losers out of the equation. Right. Yeah. Uh, my perfect uh, final four would be The Mummy, Planet of the Apes, <sighs> Universal of Monsters versus Thin Man is tough. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go with my heart and I'm going to say Thin Man mm-hmm. uh, and Del Toro. I think that's my my perfect final four. I'm, You know what I haven't been keeping track of? Is Del Toro the only one that I would lead the research on? Oh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of mine are out. Did you pick the mummy or did I pick the mummy? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Is that not part of the the thing? Do we not have that in, in a spreadsheet somewhere? I think we do somewhere. I'd have to go find it, but it's in another spreadsheet. Because um, like some of them, like I know for sure, John Hughes was mine, and like Turtles was mine, The Toro is mine. But there's a yeah. couple where I can't really remember. Like, I don't like. Is it in was, the wish list? No, it's not in the wish list. I'm, I'm guessing Predator was mine because you're so apathetic about Predator. <laughs> I'm trying to find the <laughs> trying to find it. Um, where did I put it? Podcast franchiseography. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, the other thing that's interesting about the, um, here we go. I have it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. The, okay. So the mummy is mine. Um, predator is you apes is me. Uh, Shrek is you. Okay. Transylvania is me. 
Um, Hitchcock hits is me. King dramas is you. Okay. Um, Universal <laughs> monsters and Final Destination are both me. Your both of your horror picks got outs. Yep. Yep. Um, John Hughes high is you. Mm-hmm. Thin man is me. Um, Superman is me. Thor is you. SNL adaptations is you. God damn. Del Toro is you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did, forgot about the SNL one. Uh, yep. but you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. I, um, you know how I feel about research. I love doing it. Yeah. I love not doing it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Although in the case of SNL adaptations, you definitely have the more fun job. Oh yeah. I mean, that would probably be, I mean, that would far and away be the funnest part. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's learning and we're about- like, yeah, and then the movie happened. Anyway, next week oh, we'll talk shit. about another one. <laughs> shit, now I gotta watch it. Uh yeah. I can't remember if they talk about the movies in Live from New York. I think they just focus on the show. Mm. And then they're like, yeah. and then they went to go make fucking blues brothers. Oh, the other thing too that we can we can we can bring up to sweeten the pot. First of all, what's your what's your what's your Final four. What, oh, my, what is your my, ideal final four? Um, I don't remember if these combinations work, but like <laughs> Shrek. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. Never mind. Scratch Shrek. Okay. Mummy. Okay. Apes. Okay. Thin Man. Uh huh. Shrek. <laughs> well, you can't have Shrek as as if you have the Mummy because they they go up. Against oh, okay, each other. okay. Yeah. Mummy. Your options for the last one are Thor, Superman, SNL adaptations, or Del Toro. Uh, Thor. Okay, interesting. So yeah, so we just we we have the same final four, except I have Del Toro and you have Thor, which means Superman will probably win. <laughs> which I would be fun. Yeah, I would be fine with. I would be. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, uh, we could do a franchise potential on Supergirl. Right. So that was the thing that I was going to bring up. Oh shit. Um, is, uh, the, um, okay. So the, the, the franchise, really good ideal remake. so, so with the mummy, That's already getting made. the mummy, what was our franchise potential for the mummy? Scor- no, Scorpion King's in the franchise. Um, yeah, Scorpion King's in the part of the franchise. Is it, was it like Van Helsing? Oh yeah. I think it's Van Helsing though. We, we have that penciled in for something else. Universal. But it, but I think if this no 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 oh, okay. um we we can't say it out loud because that hasn't been announced yet. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, but 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 um, but uh, I think that we can replace it there because I think something else can go there theoretically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we can we can bump Van Helsing to here. So I I think Van Helsing is the obvious choice for the Mummy. But Dracula I Untold. Touche, sir. Touche. Never seen it. Yeah, that's it is. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's weird because either way you have you have a connection to either the director of the Frasier mummy Mm -hmm. or you have a connection to like Universal Monsters attention to like attempting to be rebooted. Right. Yeah. And we can't you know, I was thinking my my, my brain was like, oh, we could do another Stephen Sommers movie. But the only one I can think of is G.I. Joe. Which is also not quite a franchise because it's only two. But it's like an awkward hanging Chad franchise. Exactly. (laughs) Chad franchise. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. okay. So. So, yeah, I would say I would say Van Helsing makes the most sense there. Um, uh, Let's see. With Final Destination. 
That would be crazy too. I don't know what a franchise potential for Final Destination would be. Uh, let me think. I guess we would like another. We would. I would go through the two thousands and look for like a failed horror. Yeah, like January movie. You know, because it was kind of like luck. The Final Destination, right? Like, was f- uh, yeah fun and re- smart. Surprisingly smart. Like, ah, let's make a bunch of these. Oh, didn't the didn't the I think the writer or the director of the first Final Destination didn't? Aren't they one of the ones that was responsible for that like uh, Willard movie? Willard, yeah, with uh, with Kristen, Kristen Glover. Glover. I don't know. Um, we would figure something out with that. Some mm-hmm. kind of two thousands, like early aughts horror yeah. movie. Theoretically, I think you'd want to pick something that isn't like a killer or like a supernatural. You wouldn't want something with like an enemy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, kind of something with the omnipresent nature of Final Destination. Yeah, we'd figure out something. I'm sure something tried to rip off Final Destination. Um, <laughs> so then we have Universal Monsters. Uh, Monster Squad? Monster Squad. Monster Squad. I think that makes the most sense. So, um, so that one would be Monster Squad. Let's see. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. I just feel like it's not going to win, so I don't know that it matters. But uh, we could probably do? just find a shitty, like, you know, mid-10s animated movie that didn't get a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's another, like, horror-themed, like, cartoon movie or something. Horror animated film? Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. Um, we'll figure something out there. Uh, Shrek. What is the franchise potential for Shrek? Oh, God. I was going to say Hoodwinked, but I think they did end up making a sequel to Hoodwinked. Yeah, they did. I remember that. I remember when that came out and everyone was like, really? <laughs> um, there was this one. This is back when I was a teen film critic. So I, I remember these all coming out. There was one called Happily Never After. Never oh. After. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's options there. Dougal. We can review Dougal. <laughs> sure. Um, the Thin Man. Yeah, we'd have to. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, we would have to do some research on there. But there's got to be like another like married couple mystery thing. That's like there's probably like some movie that's like inspired by them. Uh, Oh, that's really fun. I like the idea of of checking it on like a ripoff Nick and Nora. Yeah. Oh, or you could just do Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. That would be really funny. Either option is really funny. I like Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist because it, if there's anything that's the polar opposite of the of, Thin Man, it might yeah. be that. Of two cool adult, like, alcoholic solving mysteries, like two fumbly, awkward teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Meeting with, Devendra Banhart in a bodega. With John Hughes High, you could do that movie that John Hughes wrote about the, I think it's called Career Opportunities, the one where the guy's locked in the target. Oh, with oh with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, with Jennifer Connelly. You could do that. Yeah. We've reviewed that for Geek Show Movie Club back in the day. Oh, we did? I've that's seen how, it? That's how I saw it. I don't remember seeing it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, apparently, I've watched it, and there is podcast evidence that I've seen it. Um, theoretically. Theoretically. Uh, okay. So there's, so there's that. That's an option there. Um, it's a very awesome Predator. Movie. Predator. There's got to be. There's probably a million Predator ripoffs. Yeah, there's got to be like a like a killer alien hunter something. Um, problem is, can we find one that didn't get a sequel, like a direct-to-video sequel or That's something? That's a good point. That's legit. Yeah. Oh, we, had, we had to think outside the box, like maybe Carl Weathers, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. 
I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll circle back on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Planet of the Apes. So I might, uh, you know, plenty of 60 sci-fi movies to pick, sure. to pick from. But then I was also thinking about Tim Burton, like mm. the remake. And I'm like, oh, is there a sci-fi remake from the 2000s that came out that didn't work? Oh, that's true. In a lot of ways, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes is the franchise potential for this movie <laughs> That's series. true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure we'd be able to find something there uh, through one of those combinations. Um, Thor. Adventures in Babysitting. Boom. I was going to say Eternals. <laughs> I think that's going to get a sequel. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. They seem determined. Uh, Superman. So I like your idea of Supergirl, but I was going to say Black Adam. Oh, cool. I think I like that more. Yeah. I think Black Adam feels obvious because it literally has Superman in it. Supergirl should arguably be it, in the playlist. Yeah, that's true. That That is uh, a possibility. Maybe we could add it. Maybe we will, if we want to sweeten the pot, we can, <laughs> yeah. we can throw Supergirl in there. Um, in addition, yeah, because because the thing about Black Adam is that it literally is like, hey, we're gonna yeah, we're, look at all this potential we got, and then just just yeah. cut down at the knees. What did what did you say? The hot the the most powerful character in the DC in the on the on the planet needs to meet the most powerful being in the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, I was also uh, on the ride home from seeing Shazam. Neither neither of those should be how you describe Black Adam or Superman. Um, it's it's kind of says a lot more about The Rock. Yeah, it does. Uh, um, but I I would be very fascinated to get your opinion finally on that movie because it 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 delves so deeply into weird DC lore that I know you're a fan of. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Hitchcock hits. Uh, I there's got to be like some kind of like Hitchcock inspired movie that we could yeah. probably cover, like um, Death Trap or something. There, yeah, just something that. Yeah, there's got to be something. Um, so yeah, uh, SNL adaptations. I, I maybe like Brain Candy. Oh, good one, very good one. Yeah, I was trying to think if they ever made like a Mad TV movie. No, I know they definitely didn't do that. But a Kids um, in the Hall movie would be like even better because like yeah. kind of similar eras. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Um, so let's oh, see, whoa, Steve- whoa! What they made a they made a an, uh, I think this is an SCT. Yeah, it was an SCTV movie with Rick Moranis mm-hmm. called Strange Brew. Oh, right. That's true. That is true. You're right. That one would work too. Okay, sweet. Either one of those would work. Yeah. Um, Stephen King dramas, I would like, so you could either find like a movie that is also inspired by, by Stephen King or an adaptation that didn't make it into theaters, you know, something like that. Um, I was thinking like, oh no, please. My, my thought was not to go Stephen King and instead switch gears to the man responsible for three of these movies and do the majestic Frank Darabont's the majestic. Wow. Cool. That's a cool swerve. Yeah. Cause he does three of these eight dramas in this playlist. Yeah. And it is such a, you know, before Mike Flanagan, he, he had the reputation of being the one who got King the best of any filmmaker. Right. right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, and that would give us a chance to talk about Jim Carrey, someone we haven't talked about on Franchiseography. Yeah, he's never made it to three. No, 
Um, and then final. Well, we could do Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that's the only one. He's only in two of them, but they yeah. all three were in fact released in theaters. Well, maybe we'll yeah. introduce that to the tournament next year. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Del Toro. I would suggest because we have the two Hellboys represented in the Del Toro filmography, not in a Hellboy franchise, then we do the Hellboy reboot. I think that's the, a great idea. As the franchise potential. And then that means that not only would with Del Toro you get a twofer bonus feature continuations, because then every time a Hellboy movie comes out, we have to cover it. And every time a Del Toro movie comes out, we have to cover it. Wow. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the Wes Anderson effect. Yeah. So, anyway. I just had, I'll tell you off, Mike. I just had a realization about that rule. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, so that's where we're at with the bracket. Um, obviously, we're halfway through the month already. So there's not really any point in doing another update until we get to the end um, and we announce who the winner is. Uh, so look forward to that at the end of March, but, uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, me too. It, it, it's been a lot of fun, just like it is every year. And I think the decision to move things over to Patreon and discord has been uh, a really, a really good move. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 everything just feels like chiller. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like, uh, you know, like invite only there's just, it's yeah. just us talking to each other, less like randos. Yeah. But remember, guys, you're still invited. So all you got to do is click the link in the dis- in this thing, join the Discord, and you can you can vote without becoming a Patreon supporter. But if you want to become a Patreon supporter, duelinggenre.com slash support. You get to vote there, and you get to vote on the Discord. Um, so you get two votes. That's, that's what you get for being a Patreon supporter. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you can still be a part of this. You can still help bring this thing home. A lot of people joined the Discord this month for this. Um, yeah. been seeing a lot of new discord people pop up really excited about that. Thanks everyone for joining us over there. And I think they're all seeing how like chill and cool it is over there. It's like yeah, really, we are, yeah, we, we, we put a good space together. I think hey, this is chill and cool. They say, yeah. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for voting, um, in all of this. And, uh, I can't wait to see who wins. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting regardless. Showdown. (laughs) Bye, everybody.